0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This episode is supported by Angry Orchard. HRN is teaming up with them to host a virtual event all about American cider. Check it out at heritageradionetwork.org slash cider.
2: This episode is brought to you by Roberta's home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com.
3: Welcome to Meet and 3. I'm Dylan Hoyer, a communications associate and audio producer at HRN. Next week, we'll kick off season 10 of our show with an episode all about unions and labor organizing in the world of food. In the meantime, I want to share another HRN series with you called The Shameless Chef. I started working on this show about a year ago, but the series originated in the 1970s. It was developed for public radio, but many of these tapes have been sitting in the back of a closet for more than 40 years. With the help of the show's original producer, Mike Schreiber, HRN is making these audio treasures available for the first time. The Shameless Chef brings us back in time but still has a lot to teach us today. The show's original host, Michael A. Davenport, is a self-proclaimed shameless chef who shares his fearless attitude towards food and encourages home cooks to have fun and take risks in the kitchen. It's very wacky and very charming. Michael's voice always manages to make me smile and I usually walk away with a new tip or recipe idea that I can use in my own kitchen. The show was developed before food media was ubiquitous, and it was ahead of its time. Sadly, Michael A. Davenport passed away in 1985, but he lived a truly vibrant life. Each episode begins with an anecdote about his effervescent legacy as the shameless chef, shared by his friend and producer, Mike Schreiber. Today, we're sharing episode two, how to be audacious. There's already more than 20 published episodes of The Shameless Chef, which you can explore and enjoy wherever you listen to podcasts. Find the link to listen and subscribe in our show notes. We'll see you next week with more Meat and Three.
1: This episode is supported by Angry Orchard, I'm Jimmy Carboni, host of Beer Sessions Radio, and I'll be moderating an amazing virtual event with Angry Orchard and Heritage Radio Network on May 26th. We'll be celebrating the release of the new first-of-its-kind book, American Cider, A Modern Guide to a Historic Beverage. I'll be in conversations with the authors, Daniel Pucci and Craig Cavallo. Then we'll welcome Angry Orchard head cider maker Ryan Burke for myth-busting about this beverage and an interactive cider tasting. When you order a ticket, you'll also receive a copy of the book. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash cider. Plus, you'll find a link to purchase a hand-selected cider bundle from Angry Orchard so you can taste along with us. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org slash cider.
4: Hi, I'm Mike Schreiber, and welcome to The Shameless Chef, a show that takes us back in time to home kitchens in the 1970s, but still has a lot to teach us today. I developed this show with Michael Davenport in 1977. He was the original host of The Shameless Chef, and he shared his fearless attitudes towards food and encouraged home cooks to have fun and take some risks in the kitchen. I'm excited to keep his legacy alive and share The Shameless Chef with you on Heritage Radio Network. Today, I'm sharing episodes that capture Michael's shameless attitude in the kitchen. I remember the first time I experimented with adding coffee grounds to chili. I tried it for a group of friends who raved about the fabulous flavor of my chili and insisted I tell them the recipe. When I did, they scoffed at the idea and insisted I was making it up. Eventually, a few experimented on their own and I later learned that one of these friends was claiming it as her idea. I never knew the coffee grounds could become flattery. You know, this kind of experimentation is a perfect example of what Michael tries to impart to listeners in every episode of The Shameless Chef. What is a shameless
5: chef? Well, aside from being a soubriquet that has been hung on me, it's an attitude that you adopt when you step into the kitchen. An attitude that implies... L with the rules, let's have fun cooking and fun serving. And tell with our critics and attitudes. Who says the kitchen was meant to be dull? It needn't be. The word fun is boring, and that isn't what I mean at all. Outrageous would be a better word. When faced with the kitchen qualms, when turning from cupboard to range to fridge to freezer and saying, what am I going to do this time? The answer is, be outrageous. If you're accustomed to cooking and serving meals like a short order cook... Today may be the time to revolt. Tell the gang the fridge is loaded, fend for yourself. If you get the dining room horrors every time you have to set a table, well, well, don't. Set out a smorgasbord or a buffet and, and give the assembled hungries a chance to make their own choices. You're tired of cooking the same old boring things? Well, chances are that your family's tired of eating them. I suspect that people who say, I've never tried it, I don't like it, have spent their early years eating the same dull staples. Here's an outrageous statement for you. I don't think there's any excuse for saying, I'm just a meat-and-potatoes man. The idea is boring, and so is the person who says it. And a pity. Ever tried kohlrabi? Ever bought something in the market that you don't know how to cook? Well, do it, and learn how to cook it. Cookbooks, after all, aren't sealed in the Vatican vaults. What do Jerusalem artichokes taste like? They aren't artichokes at all, you know, and they don't come from Jerusalem. Have you ever tried serving cold soup that was meant to be cold and not just left waiting for a tardy family? It's good. Melon soup, for example. In the kitchen, and I guess anywhere else come to think of it, if I'm bored, it's my own fault. Although I wouldn't deign to suggest cooking as therapy, sometimes you can start being outrageous in the kitchen and the attitude can spill over into the rest of your life. After all, a meal without surprises is like a day without an argument. I think that's an old French proverb, isn't it? I'm Michael A. Davenport here, The Shameless Chef. Obviously. Are you hungry? Are you getting hungry? Well, let's talk about it. Hunger is for eating, and eating can be anything from uh, just necessary to an absolute gas. It's all in the attitude. My name is Michael A. Davenport. They call me the Shameless Chef, and we're about to talk about that. There's one ingredient that should be in your kitchen, and it's not available in bottles, cans, or the freezer section of your supermarket. It's in your head. Only if you're like me, you don't always use it. It's called imagination. That means taking the simplest things, sometimes the least expensive, and doing something slightly outrageous with them. Like one of my favorite goodies, call them wing dings. (laughs) They're done with those unsung parts of the chicken's anatomy, the wings. You can buy them in your market. They're cheap and they're easy to keep on hand for lunch, dinner, or hors d'oeuvre. Just put chicken wings in a shallow oven pan. Tuck them neatly together so they don't spring apart. Salt and pepper them. Brush them with plain bottled French dressing. Put them in a medium oven for 15 minutes, turn them, brush on more dressing, and give them another 15 minutes. Keep an eye on them so they don't get too brown, or if they're not brown enough, give them a minute or so under the broiler. Serve them forth with your favorite salad. Mine is seedless white grapes with sour cream and a little garlic. Add a crisp green vegetable. Simple, quick, cheap, and imaginative. It's just that when you haven't a lot of money or a lot of time to squander, spend a little imagination. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Grapes, sour cream, and garlic. (laughs) See what I mean? Good taste, it occurs to me, is nothing more than flavor. Davenport here. Cheers.
4: Stay with us for more of The Shameless Chef after a short break.
5: One who appears in the public eye or the public ear likes to get requests and i have one not thousands one a friend asked me to list the peculiar uh, odd outrageous things i do with food that would take a very long program indeed but i will note a few oddments that helped earn me the title of the shameless chef being shameless in the kitchen doesn't always refer to the way one behaves sometimes it's the way one cooks the slightly outrageous touches the, the little quirks In answer to my friend Vincent's request, here are a few funnies. You don't have to make a list. You'll probably remember them when you least expect to. For making chili or long-simmering spaghetti sauce, instead of adding water as needed, add stale coffee. And what else would you do with it? Uh, Speaking of which, to put some zap into fresh coffee, add a twist of lemon or orange peel as you're brewing it, or in each cup, which is traditional with espresso. You can surprise your family and friends with the salad if you add segments of fresh orange and some onion rings. Or serve orange and onion alone with just vinaigrette dressing. Next time you prepare potatoes, add a little nutmeg, a fresh ground preferably. Oh, yes, there are such things as nutmeg grinders. Don't limit nutmeg to apple pie. It's great in a lot of dishes, including good old hamburger patties. Here are some other quickies, like a dash of Tabasco sauce in scrambled eggs or a little sugar in anything involving fresh tomatoes. The final vote isn't in yet as to whether tomatoes are vegetables or fruit. Now, if you want these quirks of cookery listed for you, drop me a note here at the station. You'll be answered along with a bonus remembrance. Oh, yes, my name is Michael A. Davenport. Any other requests? Ciao. I suppose that if I have any reputation as the shameless chef, it is based somewhat on my predilection for crazy salads, the unexpected combination of flavors and textures not ordinarily associated with lettuce and bottled dressing. Well, let's take this moment together to consider another compelling category of kitchen insanity, crazy soup, fruit soup. Fruit soup falls trippingly on the tongue. (laughs) We were talking about fruit soup recently, and a friend looked at me with raised eyebrows. Fruit soup, never heard of it. Well, my friend was not the product of a Scandinavian heritage, for indeed fruit soup is a Norse staple, whether cold or hot. One day I'll go into fruit soup in some detail, but today let's consider a crazy soup, much more far out than soup made of fruit, ripe olive soup. Watch it. I know what's going on through your mind. I got that same reaction when I mentioned salad made of grapes, garlic, and sour cream. Do not, I repeat endlessly, react to your prejudices. Trust your palate. Here's black olive soup. As they say in advertising folk circles, try it; you'll like it. Start with a can of chopped ripe olives. They, they come that way and less expensive than buying whole olives and chopping. You'll need about a cupful. Add the chopped olives to about oh, four cups of beef stock, homemade, canned, or made from bouillon. Heat but don't boil, along with some finely chopped or crushed garlic. Then whip together a couple of egg yolks, a cup of cream, and add it to the olives. Barely heat so that the eggs and cream don't thicken too much. I like to add a dash of sherry or some white wine. Then serve the soup forth with a slice of boiled egg, a dollop of sour cream, or a thin slice of lime, and that's it. Ripe olive soup. If you're sneering as you listen to this, too bad. You are not yet ready for crazy soup. If you are, then you're ready to graduate to cheese soup with Tabasco and nutmeg, or peanut butter soup with a dash of scotch. But I'll go into that another time. Quickly, the ripe olive soup. Chopped olives and beef stock, heated with garlic, blended with cream, egg yolks, and a dollop of sherry. I'm Michael A. Davenport. I'm a devotee of crazy soup. As the shameless chef, I'm entitled. Crazy is as crazy does.
4: Please. Subscribe to The Shameless Chef wherever you get your podcasts. The voice you heard throughout this episode was Michael Davenport, the host of The Shameless Chef, who unfortunately passed in 1985, but lived a truly vibrant life. The Shameless Chef is produced by Dylan Hoyer and me, Mike Schreiber, with podcast development and additional production by Kat Johnson. Our audio engineer is Matt Patterson. The original theme song for The Shameless Chef was composed by Chip Davis. Armin Spengen composed the theme music for this podcast. The Shameless Chef is powered by Simplecast. The Shameless Chef is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org and follow us at Heritage underscore Radio.